0: Let's open the Word of God this morning to James chapter 5. James chapter 5. I'm glad you are all able to make it through kite weather today. It's a great time for flying kites. James chapter 5. An unusual passage, but not really, if you think about John chapter 17 being the Lord's Prayer. I want to read three verses from this chapter about prayer and maybe give you a couple thoughts on them to enhance John 17 and the Lord Jesus Christ praying for us. James 5, beginning at verse 16. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain. And it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Now Elijah's the main subject of the prayer, but I want to make the Lord Jesus Christ the main subject of prayer of prayer. When we look at this passage and look at verse 16, the second sentence in the verse, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And it's speaking of us who are sinners, yet righteous by God's saving grace and our righteous conduct. We can accomplish great things in prayer. But I want you to think about the Lord Jesus Christ and look at the sentence effectual. Did Jesus Christ know how to pray effectually? He was the perfect prayer. Fervent. Has anyone sweat, as it were, great drops of blood in prayer other than the Lord Jesus Christ? He was passionate in prayer. A righteous man. Has there ever been anyone praying more righteous than the Lord Jesus Christ? If we, sinners... With impaired effectiveness of praying, compromised fervency, and less than perfect righteousness can avail much in our praying, how much can the Lord Jesus Christ avail in his praying? That's verse 16. Verse 17, Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are. And some of those passions of Elijah weren't noble. This is, this is not the Lord Jesus Christ who was touched in all points like as we are in our infirmities. Right. These are the passions of Elijah sitting under a tree and begging for God to kill him. Under a juniper tree, the Bible tells us. So we're, Jesus was far better than Elijah. He didn't have those meltdowns like Elijah did. And he prayed earnestly that it might not rain and it rained not on the earth for the space of three years and six months. Well, if Elijah could do that, who was subject to passions that overruled him and crushed his faith at times, fearful of Jezebel, running for his life, even after he's killed the prophets of Baal, how much more the Lord Jesus Christ, when he prayed for his apostles and when he prays for us. And then Elijah prayed again, the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. So, effective, fervent prayer by a righteous man avails much. But how about the prayers of the Lord Jesus Christ? How effectual, how fervent, how righteous was he? And he prayed for his apostles, and the Bible let us into a private prayer meeting. Jesus usually went away apart by himself, and it says prayed alone. But we get John 17 And today we come to the three prayer requests that Jesus had to the Father for the apostles and their three prayer requests that apply to us indirectly. And let's remember, Jesus Christ is in heaven praying for us right now at the Father's right hand because that's what intercession is. Intercession, prayers, supplications are asking God for his intervention on our behalf for those three great requests that we're going to study today. Let us pray. Holy Father in heaven, we fall before thee and confess, worse than Isaiah, that we are men, women, and youth of unclean lips, Mm -hmm. and we dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, and woe is us, If Isaiah should pray it, we should pray it three times as much. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee that Thou art a prayer-hearing God and a prayer-answering God. And You are a prayer-vulnerable God. And You are a prayer-teaching God. And You are a prayer-encouraging God. And You are a prayer-guaranteeing God. And You are a a prayer-exceeding God. We thank Thee, Holy Father, that the infinite God of the universe, whom no one but Christians even has a a brief idea of, You hear our prayers, and You hear us right now. We thank Thee, Lord of Heaven, for the gift of prayer. We know that Thou only art omnipotent, infinite in power. You are able to do anything and to do things exceeding abundantly above what we might even ask or even think. And we praise Thee for that power. We thank Thee, Holy Father, that You are our loving Father. And this morning, by the Spirit of Thyself, we cry, Abba, Father. We beg Thee, O Lord of heaven and earth, that You would bless us this day... In this assembly to see thy son, the Lord Jesus Christ, to see his prayer, to understand it, to embrace it, to appreciate him praying for us, and even to learn how we ought to pray to thee ourselves. We thank thee for the word of God. Without it, we would not know of Jesus Christ at all, let alone a secret prayer, a private prayer that he had with his apostles. Heavenly Father, we thank thee for the Lord Jesus Christ. You sending him into this world and him sending the apostles into this world after him who have preached the gospel, wrote it down that we might have it today. We thank thee that he sits at thy right hand, ever living, to make intercession for us. We thank thee that the prayers effectually made, fervently made, by righteous men like Elijah availed much. But we thank thee that the prayers of the Lord Jesus Christ avail much more. And we trust this day in thee and his intercession for us at thy right hand. We rejoice in it. Heavenly Father, we ask that you would send your spirit down from heaven, that you would fill our assemblies today, that you would fill each of us today. By the power of thy spirit, we pray that as the word of God is opened, and we read verses, and we read them distinctly, and we give the sense of them That you would cause us to understand those things and to embrace them and to be convicted by them and about them. Lord, let this day change our lives that we as thy children might please thee, our Father, more perfectly. Holy Father, righteous Father, loving Father, we commit this day into thy hands. Bless us by your glorious mercy and loving favor. We pray the same blessing on every other assembly of saints gathering in this world and every solitary saint and every family gathering under a father or even a mother. We pray your blessing upon them as well. We thank thee for America, preserve its leaders, protect our government, protect our rulers, especially our highest ruler. Protect him from all the mocking and ridicule And scorn that is going out of lips, and it doesn't matter what level it's coming from, he deserves their respect, their reverence, their honor, their worship. Not as a God with a capital G, but as a God with a small g. Heavenly Father, protect President Trump this day. Bless him with energy, bless him with wisdom. Bless the men around him to take care of him, put a shield around him, and crush those who speak against authority. We thank thee, Holy Father, that all authority resides in thee and in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank thee that we know he rules with a rod of iron at thy right hand, dashing the nations in pieces. We can look at a political globe of the world and see it in reality. Heavenly Father, it's in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ who came into this world and died for us and rose again for us and ascended for us and is seated at thy right hand for us that we pray and ask thee to hear us in his glorious name. Amen.